Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the Gospel of John. And uh, if you remember, Jesus is speaking here. It's the last moments that he's actually here on earth in his corporeal existence in the body. And he is sharing truths uh, with his disciples. And we've seen this in John chapter 13, chapter 14, chapter 15. Uh, chapter 13, he de- gave some examples about some things, some things that he, he washed their feet. He talked to Peter about some stuff. Though Peter, I uh, no, no, you're going to deny me because <clears throat> Peter thought he'd stand firm. But at the beginning of chapter 14, he said, you know, uh, don't be troubled over these kind of things. My father's place has many, many rooms in it, many mansions, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'm going to come again for you, that where I am you may be also. And he was speaking that to Peter. He's speaking that to the disciples. He's speaking it to us. <clears throat> and he had given them a new commandment. Remember over in the 13th chapter, he gave them a new commandment to love one another, to love one another. Then in the 15th chapter, he, he gives them more insight how to live this out. Uh, that you abide in him, okay, that you abide in him. And you'll not be surprised when uh, evil comes against us because the servant's not greater than the master. And there will be trials, there will be tribulations, there'll be all sorts of problems. And so he's uh, continuing that idea in John 16, where we are now, beginning with verse 1. Jesus says this, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. <clears throat> you know, when I was... Uh, looking at this verse earlier, I thought, you know, I'm not sure I've ever, uh, I feel sure somebody's read this during a Sunday school lesson, a Bible study, a preaching time, a teaching time, whatever. But I don't think anybody's really ever in my life emphasized what was said right there. I have said all these things to keep you from falling away. All what things? Well, all these things he'd just been talking about in this gathering, in this time when they had this supper together. Okay, from the 13th chapter on. Yes, all the things that he said before, the previous three and a half years, but particularly that evening, he said, these things I've been saying to you to keep you from falling away. Mm-hmm. Now, just think about that for a moment. The things about loving one another, okay? That the world will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another. The things about not walking in fear. The things about not being troubled. The things about particularly abiding in him as the vine abides, uh, the branch abides in the vine. Uh, the things that Jesus had said about keeping his commandments. Remember, there were several verses he talked about that. The things that he had said about the uh, relationship between Father and him and the Spirit and how the Father had sent him and how he had done everything that the Father had told him to do. Uh, the things about how the Holy Spirit would come, how he would send the Holy Spirit. The truth that Jesus had said about how uh, they were no longer servants okay, of his, but that they were friends of his. Uh, uh, the things about he, the commandments he'd given, how he had appointed them. The truth that he had told them about how the world is going to hate you because the world has hated me. And the truth that he'd said about how... Uh, uh, the religious rulers and even the masses at that time, how the truths that he had said to them that they rejected him, that they would reject them also. 
And so I think this is really sort of important to take just a moment to think about that. And Jesus saying, I've said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. How can knowing these things, how can having this said to you keep you from falling away? Well, just a couple things off the top of my head is that primary among it is that you're not abandoned. You're not alone. If we as believers abide in the Lord, the Lord grants the Holy Spirit to us as true believers. And we can choose to abide in Him and abide in the Spirit, or we can choose to walk in the flesh and walk the soulish way. If we abide in Him and allow His Holy Spirit to do His work of what He had told us in, in this discussion also, that the Holy Spirit would teach us things, and that the Holy Spirit would bring to remembrance the things that the Lord has taught us. We also saw that the Holy Spirit is the helper. We saw that in the last episode. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the advocate. So coming out of that, remember there's no chapter division or verse division from 15 into 16. Jesus lays out that the Spirit is the comforter, the Spirit is the helper, the Spirit is the advocate. I've told you these things to keep you from falling away. To keep you from falling away from what? That's interesting, isn't it? To keep you from falling away from the faith. To keep you from walking away from the faith. Well, is, is it possible to fall away from the faith? Is it possible to do so? That's a great debate that's been happening within the church for hundreds of years. And I think it's pretty clear what the uh, Scripture says, okay, when you look at the totality of Scripture. In the same way that we are saved, we are kept, okay? We are kept in the same way. It is the Lord who keeps us, okay? So if you're truly saved, if you truly have the Holy Spirit, you're not going to fall away like you accidentally trip over a cliff and fall off, okay? You're not going to, quote, unquote, lose your salvation like you lose your car keys, okay? You're not going to do that kind of thing. Can you refuse to walk in the way you can? Yeah, you can. You can refuse that. Can you sin? Yes, you can. You can do that. And I think the Lord will deal with you. I think that the Lord will take you home sometimes if you take you home early even, if you are um, walking in that way. But the type of thing where you're wishy-washy and back and forth, no. Uh, John tells us that if they had truly been of us, they would have stayed with us. The, the evidence that you are truly, truly saved, Paul talks about this, John talks about this, the evidence that you're truly saved is that you press on to the end, okay? In other words, that you're faithful to the end. Not that you're perfect to the end, okay, nothing like that, but that you press on to the end. Remember, Paul, that was his greatest concern, was that he was not be faithful to the end. We don't live in fear of that, that it paralyzes us, but we're totally aware, okay? We're totally aware of the fact that we need to keep pressing on in the Lord. And the Lord is too. That's the reason he shared all these things in chapter 13, 14, 15, up to this point with them and with us is to keep us from falling away. Then let me just read verse 2 and we'll be done. Uh, Jesus, again, reiterates what he's already been saying, but he gives, gives more detail about it. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Now, is that speaking to the Jewish people, to these Jewish disciples? Of course, because we as believers, we don't go to synagogues per se, but the same principles there. Okay, you will be removed. Okay, you will not be welcomed in certain portions of the organizational church. You walk according to the word and you walk according to the spirit, 
And you, you, it will bring forth a ruckus in organizational churches. I can tell you that from personal experience. Okay, it will. And what it said, what Jesus said right here, indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Notice how Jesus just, you know, matter of factly says, oh, yeah, they're going to kill you. He's mentioned that throughout. But now he's saying they're going to view this as offering a service to God. You see that with Saul, who became Paul, right? You see it with the uh, uh, religionists with the early uh, church. <coughs> Excuse me. We see it in the world today. Quite often we want to point all to other places in China and things like that where that actually does occur. But let me tell you what, folks, it's happening within the West, Western world right now. It's happening within Europe right now. It's happening, and you can see its head being raised in the United States of America. That whoever kills you will think that he's offering service to God. Uh, even as recently as 15 to 20 years ago, people were thinking in the organizational church in the States, oh, that kind of thing would never happen. <laughs> we can see that it can happen. Jesus has forewarned us, and he has told us these things to keep you from falling away. Isn't that great? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for sharing with others about these times, okay? And so keep on doing that, and I so appreciate it. I'll see you later.